Welcome, welcome, welcome. Episode 11. Episode 11. You are with Facts, Lies, and One Truth. This is Corey. You're back with Jerry. Jerry, what's up, brother? What's happening, man? What you doing? Living the dream. Back with the Rolling Rock. I love it. You know what I mean? I love it, man. (laughs) That's so bad. I'm back with the Rolling Rock, brother. That's so uh, bad. Uh, I mean, you said it was skunked before it, it, on air. Yeah, it is It is full skunk mode in, in that not, Rolling Rock. It's not. Oh, it's bad. It tastes It tastes just as good as it did last week. It tastes like licking a skunk, dude. And I'm going to tell you, for everyone watching Facebook and everyone listening to this podcast, so I bought a bunch of beer the other day, and I ran out. And I said, well, Corey left some. He, he, left, he left a six-pack in here. He had one beer out of that, I think, for the podcast, so... Let me just snag one of those. It was the worst, worst ever. Worst ever. Worst ever. I, I did. That was worse than an old Heineken. I think you were, you forget how much fun you had drinking these week in, week out in college. I think you do. Well, they were good back in the day, but I'd much rather drink an eight ball. <laughs> Give me some OE, and I am good. Wow. <laughs> I swear to God. Well, we are Facts, Lies, and One Truth. Um, again, our website is factslies1truth.blogspot.com. Um, Again, we're on iTunes, we're on Google every week. You subscribe to us, you'll get our episodes, no doubt. Um, again, we know I'm going with Rolling Rock. Jerry's got his, oh my gosh, we got the Des Bryant. Jeez, we got like three koozies going on here. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm representing, man. I got to tell you, I, I got the Afghan. I got, I, look, I, I'm, I'm going to show this on Facebook. I got the Afghan koozie, which is from Grandma. I love it. it, it, it what's weird is it, it's in Cowboys colors. I'm rocking the Des koozie, throwing up the X, that's for Ken. Nice. And uh, of course, I'm rocking the Winston koozie because I'm I like a Bucks both. fan. I like both. I just I need a Niners. I need a I need a Bears. I need yeah. a, a Bengals. I need I need I want to have them all lined up. We for could have beers. like a 32 beers, 32 teams yes. action going on. Yes, that'd yeah. be awesome. That would be a, yeah. I want to have them all all filled with beers. We got dream during the podcast. That would be that would be awesome. Yeah, actually. Be good. Someone should <laughs> what, a koozie maker should definitely send us all 32 teams. And we'll advertise the koozie maker and make it happen. I like it. I may do that. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna reach out to them uh, again. Okay, we're Facebook Live. Yes, um, we are. I don't. What, I don't even know. We started this episode four or something. Right. Is this the fourth one? Facebook well, no. Live? I'm saying we started oh. our on our fourth episode. I think or something like that. Y- Facebook Live. Yeah. I don't remember. A, so we've done six of them on Facebook Live. Something like that. And yeah. we're growing, man. We're definitely growing. And I. And one of these times, we're gonna actually take this and show you. We've painted the room. If you can see behind. Corey. Yes. There we go. Yeah, I'm watching myself on Facebook Live. Del- it's really a I'm little a, delayed. A big delay. A yeah. Delay. So Kendra went back. If you remember last week's podcast, we had doing the podcast. We had a man down. <laughs> and these things were these these panels were falling off, just kind of like like little leaves. Gee, they're out there. So she re she hot glued them. Hot, back, hot glue. Hot glued them. Coming in hot. And put them on there and hung them back up. And then you guys will be able to see the Marshall. Yeah, uh, a time, a time from flag right now. back here. We'll which, get, we'll uh, give them that. They stay long yeah. enough. We'll give them that post post awesome. podcast. We'll give them a flash, and then we'll. It'll be awesome. So, It'll be awesome. All right. Well, we're Facebook Live again. Um, again, we have a Facebook page now. If you didn't hear us the last couple of weeks, we have a Facebook page. We're live on a Facebook page. Um, we'll be live here every Tuesday at nine. Um, we are getting regularly above 150 plays every week. Um, dude, that's, that's, I'm going to use your word incredible. Yeah. 
That really is. Um, it's it's over 100, 100 unique viewers. Um, we're really growing in that area. We're trying to grow. We're trying to give you different content, different stuff. We've done lists. We've done current events. We've done off-topic, kind of off-the-wall sport events. Like, you know, we did the women episode on symbols. And, <laughs> you know, we got it. Yep. We got kind of more of a college football NFL review slash current events slash bowl predictions today. It's kind of a hodgepodge kind of deal. It is. Uh, this is going to be a good one, man. We're going to have a good time with this because I've got like – you know, it's, it's funny because I'm old school. So I got the yellow Facebook Live. They can see it here. I'm waiting uh, for the yeah. I got the old yellow legal pad, and then you've got everything all typed up and highlighted. Like you got people doing this for you at work, don't you? <laughs> I wish I was that big time. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm really excited about this one because it's such a kind of a grab bag, if you will, of just all kinds of stuff. And it just got me excited because we can go all different directions and we yes. haven't talked about this stuff at all because I've been so busy. You've been so busy. Yeah, man. We really have. I mean, we're living the dream, I guess. Right. So, I mean, that, that's why I think this episode is exciting. Um, and, and it got and a lot of stuff has happened this past week, especially in college football. NFL has also kind of you kind of got to see some of your rookies and kind of what you think and. You have about a three game in the NFL. You got about a three game composite of what you could think about this yep. guy or in your fantasy. If you want to yep. trade him, I know trades are starting to come up. You've you've mentioned one off air. Trades are starting to come <laughs> we'll up. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Yes, and if yeah. big countries watching, which you'll probably start watching here in a little bit, yeah, we'll talk about that trade later at the end. That's, so, that's a rough one. Um, yeah. So I mean, there's a lot going on with us right now, and um, one thing that caught my eye. Over the weekend, uh, amongst busyness and everything that we've been doing, is Les Miles firing. Uh, we, we knew he was on the hot seat last year. Um, obviously, he came into this year coming in hot. Um, and with the loss to the rival Auburn, they decided, no mas, you're done. Um, yeah. And I know it's a hot topic, and he just came out recently and said he's, he plans to coach some more. This is not the end of the road for him. He just likes to, to shoot guns and play golf. Or something yeah, like that. Yeah, he's a weird one, man. I, I, I like Wes, I like Les Miles. The problem that I have, and I'm glad they fired him. I'm glad he's gone. They needed to get rid of him. Okay. He did well early on with Saban's team. National championship. Yes. One with Saban's team. He really did. That's what people say. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and I went through and I, I looked at everything. I looked at his record, 141 wins, 55 losses. Not bad. Not no. bad. Um. 62-28 and 28 in conference play. That's not bad, but when you're losing to Auburn and Alabama, it seems like every year you're going to get fired. You're not getting in the SEC championship game, Correct. which is what they at least want you to do. Correct. And you can only ride off of the BCS win for so long. But, you know, so I, I just I really researched him down, and, and it, he he really, I think, 2005 is when he took over. Uh, he, it was basically the residual from Saban's team. And this is what's impressive. And, and now this is 12 years ago, obviously, because we're now we're well, 14 years ago uh, or 11 years ago. I can't even get it right. Um, they beat Arizona State, who was ranked 15. They beat Florida, who was ranked number 16, Auburn, number four, Alabama. And they end up losing to number 13, Georgia, in the SEC championship game. That's an impressive Oh yeah, year it, yes. it really was, and they didn't win that year. They ended up going to the Peach Bowl and beating the number nine Hurricanes, and that's a really good year. And I think they won the BCS what in two thousand seven. They yes. beat Ohio State thirty eight twenty four. I remember that game. That was that was really really good. Yep. Um, but it was time to go, man. It really was. Is in the SEC and I say SEC because if you did this in other 
conferences. It, I guess it'd be considered successful, maybe not. But past two seasons at eight and five and nine and three. Okay, obviously he wasn't in the title game or anything like that because Bama owns that West. Correct, and they've owned it for the past umpteenth years. Okay, yes. so my question is: is that is that uh, that's failure because you're not winning ten games or more? That's failure, right? That's your last. We're going after the last two seasons. Well. Because no, no one else, no one really seemed to be looking at his whole body of work. That's in the past. What have you done the, for me lately? You no, know, you're right. And and when I looked at it, so the SEC West, for people that don't know, Alabama, A&M, Auburn, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and Arkansas. Right. In my opinion, if you beat all six of those teams, so you were six wins and whatever losses, and you won your bowl game, so you'd have to get the you'd have to get the seven or eight wins. You had to get the gratuitous wins against Lafayette University. Right. You the one double A teams or you get your seven or eight wins position. to make the bowl game. Yeah. And then you win your bowl games, you're not fired. You could stay there forever. Yeah. It, it, now you're gonna want to compete for a national championship. Eventually you will. And he did. But eight and six in bowl games. That's not good. No, it's not. That's not good no, for boosters not. and sponsors and everybody else. You have to win your bowl games. You have to win your division or your conference. Right. You have to. And you have to compete for the SEC championship game every single year. He didn't do that. He didn't do that. So that's why they asked him. That's why it's over. Yeah. But, you know, can, yeah. LSU, can LSU do better? He's well, proven that. But can't, do you believe with Bama being as strong as they are now that they're you know top of the world – because when he started, when he won his games in 07 and a little bit after that, Bama wasn't at the uh, the pinnacle that they are now. They're not at the high echelon. So now in their division, with Ole Miss being a lot better, with Alabama being at the top, and Arkansas battling now, and a lot of these teams rising to that level of competition, yes. are we expecting LSU? I mean, LSU expects that, but are we expecting LSU to be good as Bama or better? I, I think LSU, for me is uh for me personally they're 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 kind of like because we're living here it's kind of like the magic every year we're oh the orlando magic have a great team they got a new coach and they're going to be wonderful they're going to make the playoffs yeah. and then they get going about just into the season and we all go oh they're garbage they're crap they're, they're a couple good guys but they're just bad yeah and they got leonard fournette yeah now heisman hopeful hurt right i think he's injured or he was injured or he didn't play a game or two and and you got the best running back and i you think in the country see, yeah you, i thought you can't seem to get out of your own way here's what i thought was interesting and this was this was five four and three star recruits coming into this year okay just looking at lsu alabama and auburn lsu had no five-star recruits not one 13 four-star recruits six three-star recruits 20 commits between those, those, you know, is what they had this year. Yeah. 12 ESPN 300 commits, top 300. Not bad. And then I looked at Alabama. 11 four-star recruits, three three-star recruits, and only two five-star recruits. I thought it would have been higher. They only had two five-star recruits. So LSU and we, we expect them to be on the same level, being in the same division. Uh, yeah. In conference. Same yeah. Conference. And it looks like they're getting the recruits, right? 20 commits, just like LSU had. 12 ESPN top 300 commits, just like LSU had. Mm -hmm. Auburn 
zero five-star recruits, only nine four-star recruits, three three-star recruits. They had 14 commits, nine ESPN 300 commits. And LSU is considered by a lot of coaches the perfect spot for recruiting. You get the you get a little bit of Texas. Yep. You get a little bit of Florida. Yep. And then you get the Bama and everything right there in yep. the middle. Yeah. Exactly. You get it. What's the problem? Hey, it's coaching. Clearly. I think it's your staff. It's not just less. I, I would have much rather have fired maybe the offensive coordinator, maybe the defensive coordinator, something like that. But he got like Cam Cameron got let go too. <laughs> they yeah, they they did. But I would much rather did that and just kept less because some of the recruits now for that were maybe looking at committing for next year are going to oh, pull out. Oh, they're going to pull out. Which Pongo is going to happen. Any program will happen. Yeah. Um, well, I hate seeing Les leave because he was a weird, really weird guy, but I liked him because he was very real. Um, he ate grass. He ate grass. <laughs> but he had, uh, through his tenure there, two SEC champions uh, championships, which is 2007-2011, Three SEC West championships, 05, 07, 2011. What have you done for me lately? Not much. Nothing. Not much. And you're losing the games that matter. Even if you don't win those six, you got to beat Bama. You got to beat Auburn. You have to beat them every year, and you might still have your job. I agree. Uh, to give you an idea what his ballot was, they are set to pay him at least $4.3 million a year Damn. through 19, 2019. Damn. Okay. So his buyout could be as high as $12.9 million. So we are paying you, obviously, less miles, almost twelve or almost or the $12.9 million to sit on your behind and do nothing. Absolutely nothing. Yeah, that's pretty much what, that's what John Gruden got when he got fired from the Bucks. He got $3 million a year for the next three years, went to Monday Night Football, made some more money. There you are. Yeah, making out. So that's why these young coaches or up-and-coming coaches take the big job. If you suck... You're still sitting on your behind making some paper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> At the end of the day, exactly. it's a win-win-win for everybody. Exactly. Actually, more of a loss for the team that you suck with, but it's a win for you. Yeah. You know, but um, well, you know, and then I started looking at this, and not to cut you off, Fox. He was at Oklahoma State, right? Les Miles was there. Yes. He was twenty-eight and twenty-one was his record. Sixteen of sixteen in conference play. So no, not staggering. Not that. So is he that good of a coach? I, I'm starting to think that is he was he that good of a coach? He's like Jeff Fisher. <laughs> it always seems good. I got Jeff Fisher. It always seems good, but really, he's not really delivering the goods that you're being paid to deliver. No, I agree. You're not getting a great recruiting class, and I haven't gone back to look at the last couple of years, but obviously, I mean, you find someone like Leonard Fournette, that's that's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, and he had Jamarcus but, Russell. But you're going to find good recruits. You're LSU. Come on. You're right there in the middle. You're going to fall over a couple. Just can't coach him. Can't coach him, I guess not. You can't coach him. Yes, not. His his early on looked great, but I just think that's a carryover from from what Saban what Saban did. You figure he took over in two thousand five, and so the freshman that came in in two thousand five that Saban went out and recruited, you're really going to get through what two thousand nine? Yeah, I would say that's fair. And that was two thousand five. He's eleven and two. Then he was eleven and two. Then he was twelve and two in two thousand seven. Two thousand eight, eight and five, nine and four in two thousand nine. And, and, that, and that's when the SEC West wasn't – I mean, Ole Miss had Eli, but he was meh, and then mm -hmm. Alabama was meh. You know what I mean? A lot of those teams were not at the level that they yeah. are now. I mean, they have completely risen to the next level now with Alabama yeah. being so high. But then but then you go to 2010, he was 11-2. and two. Then 2011, 13-1. Lost in the BCS championship game. 2012, 10-3. 2013, 10-3. And, and then it's 8-5, 9-3. And then he got fired at 2-2. Two and two. So it peaked up and then it kind of went back, but it hasn't been consistent. So yeah, he had to go. 
He had to go. And he's very much like, to me, it was like Bobby Bowden. And being a big Florida State fan, Bobby Bowden was 377 and 129. He was 105 wins and 27 losses in conference play. And that's the important one. It's not your overall wins. It's great to win, but beat your rivals because that's, oh, yeah. you know, that's when we're putting the paint on. That's and, when the crowd comes out. Yeah. And then the last two years for Bobby Bowden, he was 9-4, and four, was 5-3 and three in conference play, and then 7-6 and six his last year, 4-4 four and four in conference play. And we all said, it's time to go. No, they, they did too. Bring in Dumbo Fisher. What, yeah, real quick, do you think he's going to go to LSU? Who? Jimbo. Oh, man. You would drop that on me, wouldn't you? I think it's a question to be asked. It's a thought. I hope not. I mean, Jimbo is uh, – the jury for me is still out. I know we want a BCS with Jameis. I don't know if it was Jameis or if it was Jimbo. But we had Kelvin Benjamin. We had uh, Devontae Freeman. We had some really good players on there yeah. that Jimbo recruited. He was offensive coordinator there. So his recruiting was really good. He knows what he's doing. I don't know that LSU is a step up for him. I don't. I think Florida State, where you can just sit and dominate. kind of With like, an easier conference. Yeah. Still make the, the yeah. playoff. I don't know what he's trying to prove. Do you go to the SEC where used to be? I don't think their, their, their conferences are – I don't think the SEC is as strong as they were maybe five years ago. I think the ACC might be a little bit stronger. It's tough. Or, or, or could be even. Before it was the SEC, and that was always the joke. Like my brother-in-law, Well, Greg. it's easy to say now with Louisville rolling. <laughs> yeah, Clemson. <laughs> Clemson rolling. Yeah. Well, so it's easy to say that now. My brother-in-law, Greg, always, you know, that was always the thing was, yeah, Florida State always wins because they have an easier conference. But it doesn't matter. It's just dumb luck. That's the conference you have. Everyone else is basketball in our conference. We're football. It's not my problem. It's not Florida State's problem. But, right. you know, Jimbo's done what he needed to do. He's, you know, and I don't know if he goes to LSU or not. It'd be interesting to he see. He would be the one to get. I don't think he does. You have to pay him a ton of money. I don't think he does. A ton of money. Yeah, he's got a good good thing in Tallahassee. I think he's got a good thing in Tallahassee, too. Really but, good thing. So that breaks the question, um, who, who's next? Now, Gus. Another, another top. Gus is gone. You think Gus is gone? He needs to be gone. You know, and I had all this ready, right? The stat I just saw on TV, 12 and 13 over his last 25 games. That's his record. Well, I even looked at their schedule this year. Very tough. I mean, it's SEC. Very tough. It is. I think seven wins total. And as they stand right now, and I know they've had a tough schedule. They just beat LSU. Say what you want about them. They're still a good team. Yep. Yeah, they lost. They're still good. They were ranked. They were an 18th ranked team in the country when they played Auburn. Auburn beat them. But still, coming in right now, they are the 43rd best total offense. And they're the 93rd best total defense. Yes. So, and that's even after a win. That's even after a win. I mean, I just, I mean, since Cam Newton left, right after that, he was 8-5 and five and 7-6. And six. And Cam Newton was a <laughs> gift, dude. He was a gift, man. He should. They didn't even really go after him. I mean. That was just a sheer gift. I mean, they they paid Cam Newton more money. That's why he came here. I, I think he was on again. This lot like last miles. He was on the hot seat last year. Yep. But it, this LSU win helps. You got to admit that it helps. It does help. It's a rival. It helps. You it said you, you just help. said you got to beat your rivals. Got to. I think that rivals. helps. But they need one more. They need to definitely get almost eight wins, and they need, need a big win in the eight. They if do. they get to eight with a big win, he might survive the year and be okay. But you might be looking at Auburn and LSU having jobs open, and both of those are big time positions. Yeah, and you're, but you're, you're you're talking you're 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 playing for a. I mean, what's Auburn really playing for? A decent bowl game. 
I mean, not the that's so- really it, man. Uh, that's really all they just won for. a national championship. Really, wasn't that long ago. Six years ago, seven years 2012? ago, 2012, 2012. Yeah, January. So it was the 2011 season, but they won it in I guess what January, whatever. Yeah, that five is. five years ago. Again, what have you done for me lately? I know, not much. And again, this is another guy that is the face of that franchise. Totally I is. say franchise is the face of the college. Uni- yeah. But you, you, that's only going to take you so far. At some point, the people that are paying the money, the boosters and the sponsors, are going to want more. Now, if you're 12 and 13 over the last 25 games, you're beating Alabama every year, that's all that matters. Beat Alabama, right. beat LSU, Arkansas is a joke, um, A&M's a joke, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, it depends if they show up or not, but both of them are pretty much a joke. Beat those three, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And make a bowl game because you're going to get your little weak games and your tune-up games for the next big game. Just beat those teams. That, that's the way it is with any conference, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and, and his schedule is incredibly tough. It, it is, and it always is. Anytime right. you're one of those those teams, LSU, Auburn, Alabama, anybody from the SEC, it's going to be a tough. It's going to be a tough battle to get there. That's why it used to be, to me, the hardest conference to, to play in. Well, they come back with, after the win against LSU, which I'm sure they'll be a little high over, Louisiana Monroe at home, yep. At Mississippi State, in Mississippi State come on, yep, they'll win that. Uh, just battled UMass. Uh, at home versus Arkansas, probably a tough matchup, but I'm going to begin give them a win. I think I'll give them a win. It'll be a tough matchup. Oh, yeah, I do. I'm, I'm a huge Razorbacks fan, man. But here we go. Here we go. Then they're at Ole Miss, L. Yeah. <laughs> they get an easy one with Vanderbilt. Then they're at Georgia. I'll go ahead and give them an L. I know Georgia just got laid an egg versus Ole Miss, but I'm still going to count that as a loss. I think that Auburn's not that good. Then they're at home versus Alabama A&M. I, that's probably fair to say that's a win. <laughs> yeah, I, I would. But then they're so. at Alabama, so that's a loss. Well, they're conference games, so it could be. It's yeah. You throw talent out the window at that point. It's a matter of who wants it most. And, and, and dude, you're right. I mean, the schedule seems like it's tough. They could win out. They could lose every game. I mean, it could go either way. But if he loses any more games, you know what? And this would be the perfect time to let him go. You just fired less smiles, right? Yeah. People are start firing people. They'll be like, well, hell, Ellis, you just fired at less smiles. It's going to get rid of our guy. If you lose to Arkansas or Mississippi State, if that's possible, maybe, yeah. let them go. Yeah. It, start we, over. It, teams should start firing their coaches now to get the next coach, right? So Houston should fire theirs right now. You're fired. That way he can go to LSU. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, And that's what I'm, that's what I'm a little bit worried about. Some of the good, the, the, the better programs start firing their, their, their coaches. So they could get a jump start. Yeah, so that way, yeah. Okay, well, we know he's going to leave anyway. Let's go ahead and fire him, and let's go ahead and bring the next guy. But Houston in. made the pledge; they're going to pay. They just they just paid him over three million dollars. Tom Herman at Houston over three million dollars to stay. The, yeah, but uh, that's nice. If you go to LSU, make five or six. You just doubled your pay. Now three million dollars is a lot of money. Four point three was what uh, Les Miles was making. Yeah, that's are what you he paying, was making. Are you paying Tom Herman more than four point three? You probably would. I wouldn't. But I mean, I dude, I I would pay Jimbo that money. So uh, you know, he's proven he's won a national championship. Tom yeah, Herman has not. He hasn't. But you know what? Whoever goes into that situation is going to know that they're going to get paid. And if LSU knocks on your door, that means they want you. That means you make the offer. Oh, we're going to give you three minutes. No, you're not. You knocked on my door. I want six. So you have LSU. You have Auburn. Two big time programs. USC. You find Clay Helton. You just got him. He just he just became the head coach, as in full time head coach, not interim. 
this season? I, I don't, gone? Not this year. If he doesn't, if he doesn't get the recruits and improve on what's happened going into next year, maybe the first couple of games, yeah, I would let him go. Doesn't get the recruits. He arguably had one of the best rosters on the field besides the quarterback this coming season. But you can't expect your 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 freshman players to come in. It's USC. And just dominate whoever they play. It's USC. They've done it before. They they have. But the, the, the talent's a little bit different. A five-star recruit now for LSU, a little bit different than when you had Reggie Bush as a five-star recruit. It's a little different. But they continue to go with these coordinators. Sarkeesian going with um, Clay Helton now. Lane Kiffin was offensive coordinator when they won a national championship with Reggie Bush. Yep. Him and Norm Chow. Yep. You keep going with these coordinators. Stop. Stop. Pay. Pay pay the money. Pay the money. Show me the money. Pay it. Everyone's now bringing up Tom Herman to take the position. How about this? I got this for you. I got this for you. Clay Helton, you've, you've given him since 2013. You give him the coach. You haven't. Then you have. Then you haven't. You've been back and forth. Interim, not interim. Interim, not interim. Now you've given him a shot. Now he sucks. Well, we're only four games in, but he just laid an egg versus Alabama, and it's not looking too good right now because the Pac-12 still has – you know, Oregon and Stanford. Yeah. We I think Stanford makes the playoff. Uh, you know what I mean? Washington's no scrub. Okay, anyway, with that said, let's say they let him go. How about this scenario? Tom Herman goes to USC. Guess where Clay Helton went to school? USC? No, Houston. Oh. Houston, okay. So True Clay right. Helton gets fired. Houston immediately turns around, loses Herman, hires Clay Helton. Because he was he co he also Coached at Houston from 97 to 99. And he also coached at Memphis. Knows the teams. Knows the type of caliber athletes, the talent, the recruits. Swap coaches. It's all holy. It's you know, all good. You know, Same contract. <laughs> here, here, I'll tell you, here's what I like. Okay. I like that. I make, that makes sense to me. Oh, it makes I, I'm putting this together. That my could mind. happen. Makes total sense to me. <laughs> so how about this? USC keeps getting their recruits. They keep the coach they got now. Okay. Another two or three years. See what happens. Wait and see. USC likes to wait and see. Let's wait and see. Give him two years. Let him get a full year. You just hired the guy. Let him get a full year and see where you're at. If you've made progress, you keep him into the next year, right? Chip Kelly falls flat on his face. Everybody brings this up. Why not? He knows the division. Chip Kelly doesn't want to go down. He, he, he We don't know that. He wants to conquer the NFL. He's on a mission. He's not going to conquer the NFL. You don't know that. No, Pete Carroll he's not did. Gonna, he's not going to. Pete Carroll's a totally different monster who came into a really good situation. I don't see Chip Kelly as rebuilding an NFL team, which is what he kind of has to do with San Francisco. God love you, big country. I love you. He's not going to rebuild. They've got some new guys, and they've got a lot of veterans. And he's turned out 49 from last year. The 49ers seems a lot different. They're actually putting points on the board. They are fantasy. They're fantasy relevant now. I'll give you that. But I don't know that they can one for the NFC, right? You have to win your division or get one of two wild cards. They're not going to win the division. They're not going to beat the Seahawks. They're not going to beat the Cardinals to win that division. It's not going to happen in hell. May not even beat the Rams and win the division. That means you're going to be outplaying the Vikings or the Pan- or the uh, the Vikings or the Packers, Giants or the Cowboys. Uh, let's see, uh, 
to to make that, and they're not going to win enough games to get there. In the, in, in my opinion, Chip Kelly fails. He's not coming back to college. Though I think he will. He was no. very successful at college. So he can get paid, conquered it. He can get paid more money in college. Conquered it. Conquered college. Didn't win a national championship, but he conquered. He was there almost what's, every year. What's considered conquering college? He felt like he did. He was in the he was in the national championship cock every year. His Oregon team. He set a brand. He set a culture. More of a culture, not a brand. He set a culture. He did. He, did. he didn't even set a brand with Phil Knight. They set a brand. Look at the Oregon jerseys now. But they also got set a culture of the high fast paced offense that just spread throughout the or, um, college football. So he, he set a culture, set a brand, whatever. Conquered it. Was in the national championship. Didn't win, but it was in it regularly. Screw it. Out. I think. Yeah, he didn't win, but he conquered it. He did. Chip Kelly, it appeared, I know he didn't win, but it appeared that college football maybe was just a little, I mean, every year is a little too easy for him. Well, it was, but if it was so easy, you got one championship out of it, right? I don't think he got none. Did you just get win one? No, he got none. Oh, he didn't even win one. He didn't win one. So you didn't conquer it. I think he did. Conquer it. Now, I, now I Nick like, Saban has conquered it. We can we can say that easily. I, I would definitely say that. But I think when you consistently are there, you're it. We can throw the conquer word out of it. It's easy. It just looks easy. Yeah, you didn't win the number one game that you had to win, but it just looks easy because you're there every year. Every so, year. Andy Reid with the Eagles, who was always there in the conversation, conquered in the NFL. And it, when his short run, I think it looked easy. Looked easy. You didn't I, conquer it. Didn't conquer the NFL. Getting one championship is not conquering the NFL. You conquered the NFL. So Pete Carroll hasn't conquered either one. Ooh, that's a good one. See, I like that. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, I mean, some people said, just like your little boy over here, it said Pete Carroll is possibly the greatest coach ever. No. No. I don't think so. I, I think I think I think Belichick. Relative of Belichick, yours has said that. I know. I think Belichick's probably the, the greatest I coach ever. I think so ever. too because he's dominated. Pete for a Carroll long of time. did very well in college, and he's done very well in the NFL. But now we're going to see what Pete Carroll really brings to the table because the team's not doing real Correct. well. You've got to fill some gaps. Let's see what he can do. Let's see what he, not 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 him. Let's see what his team can do through the draft to rebuild what he needs, or make the right trades, or or do what they need to do. Chip Kelly didn't conquer. Was he competitive yet? He was a competitive coach. So was Les Miles. He was competitive for a few years, but I don't think he conquered college college football. I don't I don't think that I don't think that Chip Kelly did. And if it doesn't work out, this will be a second team. Kind of like Saban did, right? Isn't it time to just tuck your tail and leave? I like what Chip Kelly's doing in San Francisco. I think he's made them relevant again. I, I think that when you go to battle Chip Kelly, doesn't matter what team he's with, they're going to be competitive. Yeah. They're going to be competitive. That's why, he, that's why he's going to stay in But being competitive in every game and losing every game doesn't make playoffs. you got to make the playoffs to keep your job. You have to. Unless you're Jeff Fisher, you don't have to, you know, you don't have to make the playoffs. You just, you're just always there. But I can see Chip Kelly going back. Hell, maybe he goes to LSU next year. Maybe they just bring some little guy in. Maybe he, he goes back to Oregon. You think so? Mark Helfrich. <laughs> struggling this year. A lot of guys just got injured for Oregon too. He, I mean, he could. Struggling this year. He could. Stanford, Stanford looks real good. Washington, I know I picked them to be out of the top 25. They're hitting the beef of their schedule. They're hitting the beef of their schedule. 
but they're 4-0, and they're ranked 10th in the country. So Washington's uh, not a scrub. Yeah. And USC, with their talent, you don't want to face them on the day that they all decide to raise their hand and wake up and battle. You could lose. USC, so Oregon's losing more than you think. USC could lose six games in a row or just start off 0-6, and, and no one still wants to face USC. Yeah. Because it's USC. You you get the cream of the crop talent from yep. that side of the uh, of the country. Uh, but I just – I don't know, man. Uh, you know, uh, and James, uh, big country is actually hitting in, man. I, text or, or hit me up on Facebook and tell me, I mean, do you like Chip Kelly being at the Niners or, or what do you think? Oh, I think it's great. I, I mean, I love it with the Niners, I, I, but I haven't really talked to him about what he thinks the, of, 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 of him being over there for the Niners. They're, they're relevant again. And they're relevant for a couple of years under Harbaugh. They were. Oh, they yeah. had a little, little lull. Super they had Bowl. some coaches. I was like, man, I, I love it. But dude, I mean, well, um, I we, like talked, we talked about Clay Helton. I gave you my little deal on that. Switching, with I like it, man. Tom Herman, you know, Houston. That's, I, that's I, awesome. I think that's realistic, especially because he, he went be. there, he coached there, he was a quarterback there at Houston when he was playing. I think that's totally feasible. I mean, you're getting a big time coach that makes the switch. So, yeah, I mean, and then I also I saw that Northern Illinois has owned the MAC. I know they don't matter. But uh, I, you, you put that on the. You know, I did, I did. Put, I know that probably made you chuckle. And I, I want to make like, you laugh a little I bit. Don't give two craps about Northern Illinois. No one does. We'll talk about it. But it's Maction. You know, <laughs> you know you. that one night when you're off on Wednesday, you got the podcast on Tuesday, and you're going in to watch, you know, a little football action. Guess who's going to be on Northern Illinois versus Toledo? You're going to be like, wow, like, like Corey <laughs> talked about him earlier. I can't wait to wa- not watch Northern Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> so, are we talking about their coach now? Well, I mean, I just thought it was weird. They just lost to Western Illinois. I mean, but they did lose to San Diego State, who is now ranked, but they also lost to Wyoming. But the dude took – the reason I put it on the list is because the head coach at Illinois took them to a BCS bowl game. Did he get crushed? Absolutely. <laughs> but he took them to a BCS bowl game. You could say he took Northern Illinois to the promised land. They're the highest level they could get to. And here he is, 0-4, losing to Wyoming and Western Illinois, about to go into conference play. I think – my, here, I say don't fire him because who in the hell are you going to hire besides this guy who took you to BCS Bowl game? Who else are you going to get better? You're going to get Les Miles' brother? I mean, come on. <laughs> I got you. Hey, I'm going to shift gears for just a second because I, I just – hey, I, I got to apologize. I just got back onto Facebook after a seven-year hiatus. So you don't I'm, even I'm know just, how to work it. Yeah, what man. What buttons go where? So J, Big Country's firing some stuff off, and I'm just seeing like three words. <laughs> oh, gosh. So I just realized there's a scroll side on it. So. Oh, yeah. Sorry, dude. Uh, so it, we're going back, and I'm just going to I'm going to go back for a second. He said, yeah. "Hard to argue that." I, I think he's probably referring to Bill Belichick or or, or, or yeah. Carroll. Yep. He says, "But Bill Walsh revolutionized football with the West Coast offense. Visionaries are the ones that are truly the best." That's hard to argue as well. Bill Walsh being one of the best uh, best coaches ever. You want a little insight on that? Yeah, give me some insight. So Bill Walsh, this is a Bill Walsh thing. Is who started it? You know how you call your personnel twelve. 11, mm-hmm. 21, you might even have a 30, you know, three three running backs, yeah. no tight end, you know, gotcha. the whole day. Yeah, for you guys' terminology, when we say 11, that's one running back, one tight end. You got to look at the number. So if it's 21, two running backs, one tight end. Just for, you know, gotcha. clarification. Gotcha. Okay, so Bill Walsh decided he didn't want to do that. He wanted to call them by animal names. Okay. Cheetah. Well, Falcon's more of a bird, but, you know, Falcon. So he, he started yep. the, he started the early Apple yeah operating system anteater 
gotcha. Ant. You know what I mean? Why do you know that? Just I like it. Being involved in football. So instead of being the eleven or the thirty, he he went with Aardvark and Anteater and yeah. Pigeon. Hippopotamus. Okay. I, I do I like it. Yeah, I Jaguar. Like it. <laughs> I like but it. But I mean th- that is something that Bill Walsh did. So he he kind of started something that was revolutionary. I would say that's fair. And so he, uh, and I remember I asked him, um, asked him on Facebook Live, said, hey, what do you think about uh, Chip Kelly being with the, with the Niners? Uh, I think he's referring, he says, no, it's like throwing a dart, hoping it hits a bullseye. Um, too much speed in the NFL to run an option offense in the long term. Speed kills. He says, if San Francisco tanks, they could always take Lamar Jackson. That would make Chip Kelly a winner. Is Lamar Jackson a redshirt sophomore or sophomore? Because I looked up the age, said he was a sophomore. He's, I think he's a sophomore. Okay, so we got we to gotta wait. You gotta wait. I'm sorry. Maybe. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I think. No. Don't pull. I, don't pull. Don't pull. Maurice Claret. Can't pull. You can't no, do it. No. This. <laughs> hey, I think San Francisco gets Andrew Luck. I think San Francisco's gonna get Andrew Luck. Okay. Big country. You heard it here first. Andrew Luck's <laughs> gonna be in San Francisco. So, I like Lamar Jackson. He destroyed. He's gonna destroy Clemson this week. Um, Destroy. 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 Destroy them. I'm waiting for that Like one. he beat our Knowles. My Knowles. You're a Marshall fan. Beat am, my Knowles. I am on the opposite spectrum of that completely. And I agree with Big Country. Uh, uh, Jackson is the real deal. And I mean, who, who would you take? Would you take Lamar Jackson? No, Deshaun Watson. No, Jackson? Oh, okay. I mean, put my, Watson can oh, suck it, dude. Oh, okay. That's cool. Jackson or Andrew Luck? Oh, throw Watson oh, in there, gosh, too. Dude. Jackson, Watson, oh, or Luck? Oh, jeez. Andrew Luck 100% of the time, every time. Okay. That's who they're going to get. Well, okay. And, and if they get Andrew Luck, do they go from, what do you think this is, a 500 team? Maybe a little less. This current San they're Francisco probably, team. They'll probably end up at uh, seven or eight wins. They're, they're going to so squeak them out. Seven and seven and nine? So, or eight and eight, yeah. All right. Like yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. 500 will be a little two, bit yeah. less. One of those two. So they go from a average team. We'll go average team. Andrew Luck gets on the team. They have to skyrocket to about eleven wins or more. Have to. Uh, Come on, ten. I'd give them ten. Ugh. They're playing in a really tough defense, or a really tough division with really good defenses that have some of the best cornerbacks, defensive backs in the league. And I, I can only playing against the best quarterback prospect we've seen in the last fifty years. Maybe. I would love to see that. And Andrew Luck's mobile, man. He can move. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's Get mobile. rid of the knee in Kaepernick and let's go with Luck, man. I don't know that Ursay. I think I told you the other day. I don't think Ursay can oh, let him no. go because that's going to mean he was wrong with letting Peyton he'll, go. He'll, if, if Luck tries to leave, he'll double his money and, and, and make it so they don't even have Moncrief or Hilton next year. But dude, I, so then your entire payroll is luck, and then you have Jerry and Ox out there running routes, <laughs> just so you can keep luck on the team. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. I got, I'm gonna grow a lucky beard. I mean, I'm gonna do. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Uh, but I, I like what he thinks, man. I mean, I think in order to get Lamar, well, you said Lamar, he's a he's a sophomore, so he he wouldn't come out this year, right? That's what that's I, I yes. Oh, that's tough. Yeah, because that means that means next year the Niners would have to tank so that way the Browns don't get Lamar Jackson just completely destroy him. Yep, because they suck at getting a quarterback. I think the Browns get Davin Cook this year is probably what's going to happen. Really, and that would be awesome. I don't like that pick at all. Ah, That's not going to happen because it's a throwing league. They're not going to do that. That dude catches balls out of the backfield. He catches more balls than a stripper, man. That's fair. That dude's good. He's really good. He's really good. I'm rooting for the Niners. I mean, big country, big Niners fan. So, 
I've okay. had, I sat in his garage quite a few times and watched the pain and anguish. I watched the dude fumble the football twice. I mean, and the punts or the kicks, man, it was bad. Really bad. So with, so with this new, not to shift gears on you, but I am shifting. No, let's gears go, on man. Let's go. So with this new quarterback, it's a controversy now. With the new quarterback controversy with the New England Patriots, and I'm this is Brady aside, obviously. Come on, with the new co- quarterback controversy with Brissett and Garoppolo, both are practicing right now. Mm-hmm. And the success they had, they're undefeated. Yep, shocker. Yeah. They're undefeated. Imagine that. Does what? What is this saying to us? Is this saying that Belichick's a genius? Are these quarterbacks good? Is Tom Brady not that good? Is this a system that they're just performing in? It makes them awesome. What what is this? Belichick is awesome. Belichick is awesome. Belichick Garoppolo's awesome. not that good. Belichick he can evaluate talent in a way to where you you you're taking mud and turning it into gold. Okay, Wes Welker was okay when he's with the Dolphins when he came to New England, just a stud. I mean, just an absolute stud. Uh, Legarrette Blunt's another one. I know you love Legarrette Blunt. I mean, the guy's a stud when he plays for uh, uh, when he play anybody who plays for New England. I mean, Randy Moss resurrected Randy Moss's career. Where, where do you play college at, Marshall? I don't know who. I don't know where. That's San, awesome. San, San Diego State. San Diego State. I mean, and what Belichick is great at is not only developing the talent that he gets for his team, but developing his coaches to evaluate the same way that he does. Well, he's had Josh McDaniels now. What is this the second time around after yeah. the after the Broncos hiatus? Yeah, but sometimes it takes a second or third time to to, to no, figure out good. the system. No, it's all good. And you know what's great about that is, a big country says Garoppolo all day. He's had time to develop and not to be thrown to the wolves. I, I agree he, with that. I think he's phenomenal. He's great. I thought he looks awesome. And you know, and this is what's what's great about Belichick, right? So Tom Brady comes back, does well, he's healthy. Yep. They trade Garoppolo off for no, cash, no. cash and a, a draft pick because you still got what's his name back there? No. Brissett. Dude, I, when, how long Tom Brady got left? <laughs> Three, four, five years, ten more years? I, who knows, man? That dude just seems like he never gets touched. And if he does, he it's very rare. He gets a, maybe a – I got to look at his sack totals, man. Dude doesn't get sacked. He hardly throws interceptions. He's probably got another five or six years in him. He really—he's not like Tony Romo. He's not fragile. Uh, I tell you, I've, I've read or I heard this from somebody one time that knew this study. And he said, one year they did it. It was like a five-year study. Mm-hmm. They did it on all the quarterbacks in the NFL. Okay. You know, maybe not all. I think it was more like ten to fifteen. But Brady was a part of it. And they did your heart rate when you're getting in a game. Your heart rate in a game when you get blitzed and there's a pass rush or whatever coming at you. Okay. They said on average everybody's heart rate heart rate incre- increase by ten to fifteen beats at least, average. The only, there was one person that they had to throw out because it never increased ever. I think you know it's Tom Brady. That's that's where I'm going with this. The dude sits in the pocket, doesn't get phased, throwing darts. The system offensively is set up for any quarterback to succeed. Obviously, it's a lot. It, there's Unless you have the talent like Randy Moss on the outside, the deep ball's really not there. That's not the kind of offense they run. Correct. So you take the talent that you have and you make the offense work with the talent that you have. You always need a little guy 
I would say a little white guy, but you always need a little guy run little slant patterns. Me and your release valve. You always need it. He's always had a bruiser back that can also catch and that can also block. He's always had really good tight ends there. And 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 I don't think uh I mean, was Gronk a big guy coming out of college? Was he a I mean he was a generally a number big one fellow. or number two draft? No. You know what I mean? Like no. So you always find your talent based on your evaluation, based on your uh, however, your, your your grading scale, your ranking scale, and people that have have maybe not the first term under Belichick, but everybody else, they come back for a second or third term, have gone off and done some really, really, really good things. Okay. Um, well, how about this? So we'll just say, let's just say you're devil's advocate. Oh, Patriots got a great general manager. They great great scouts. They know what they're doing. He's giving them great players. Belichick's a good coach. No one's disputing that he's a bad coach. Where he's a good coach. So it's the Patriots. They're just a good team all around. So because but, but Jerry with the Browns, he was he was horrible with the Browns four years four four years. But I I got you on that one. Yeah, he did get fired. But let's let's look back into it a little bit. I don't want to over overbury You're you. Talk about Belichick. Yeah, he didn't really get fired. They moved the team. They moved the team, but they let him go. They they did. They they wanted a whole fresh start, and he was turning things around. We all watched the 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 ESPN football life on Belichick. We all did. I mean, <laughs> the Ravens go up and win a, a Super Bowl. Yes. And that should have been should have been Belichick. Well, he made the playoffs with the Browns in 94. Yeah. If you're keeping score. They went 11-5. Yep. and five. And I went back, did a little research to figure out, okay, let's see where we're at here. In 1994, what's his roster? It's got to be somewhat immaculate, right? I don't think so. Okay, what's his quarterback? Can we name his quarterback? Can you name his quarterback? I couldn't name his quarterback. I couldn't name his quarterback. I watched that thing four or five times, couldn't name his quarterback. Vinny Testaverde. Oh, was his quarterback at Cleveland awesome. Browns? Yeah, started all sixteen games. Was right there battling. Not bad. Okay, running back. This is ninety four now, guys. Ninety four. Who was his running back? I I don't even know the guy, so it's gonna be hard. Yeah, his name is Leroy Horde. Yeah, no idea. Out of Michigan. No idea. No, no idea. No idea. He had eight hundred and ninety rushing yards, four hundred forty receiving. Not bad. That's actually. the kind of back you'd want right now in the yeah, NFL. It's not bad at all. That's a very Giovanni, Giovanni Bernard, you know, something like that. <laughs> had to say Bernard. Yeah, I had to say that. Um, guess who his leading receiver was? Rookie receiver Derek Alexander, also out of Michigan. I like Derek. 828 yards. Again, he had a pretty good career. I think he played in the NFL about yeah. 8 to 10 years. For but while, yeah. he had really nice numbers. As a rookie year, that's great. So, no, you ain't blown away by any of those things. But here you go. Here's why. It's not It's not Brady. It's not Garoppolo. It's not Brissett. It's not Kevin O'Donnell. It's not Drew Bledsoe. With the Browns in 2004, guess why they made the playoffs and won a playoff game against the Patriots in 94? Guess why? Here it is. In 2004, they had the best defense in the league, only allowing 204 points total. Best defense wow. in the league. That's impressive. That's, That's what really it's impressive. about. That's what it's about right there is defense and then Keeping the ball, not turning it over, short passes, blah, blah, blah. And, well, well, then he got Brady, da-da-da. He got fired because the team went to Baltimore. Two years later, he won the Super Bowl with Brady. Okay, fine. Skip to the 2008 season. What happened then? Brady gets injured for the season. Guess who comes in? Had him on my fantasy team that year. No, sorry yeah. about that. First overall. I'll drink to that. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but 2008 comes in. Tom Brady's out. Guess who comes in? That was uh, you got this. 
Was that Matt Castle? You, yes. Matt Castle. Matt Castle was 20, I think it was 24 years old, 26, 24 years old coming in. 11 and 5. Went 11 and 5, 89 quarterback rating. The first NFL team to have 11 wins and not make the playoffs. The Dolphins had 11 wins that year and made it over them in the division. Yep. First team, Matt Castle led that team. Matt Castle, I'll say that. Led the team to 11 wins and didn't make the playoffs. They probably would have won. They probably would have won the Super Bowl. You know they would. You know how the Patriots are. They scheme, they scheme it. But you see what I'm saying? Tom Brady is a system quarterback. Garoppolo, I thought he looked really good. I'm a big fan of him. System quarterback. Briss, it's a third-string quarterback. It looked like he could start for the Bills next weekend. Well, I think it's I think it's game planning, right? Yeah, game planning. Your and defense has and- to game plan. You have to evaluate your talent, and I, I, I think that uh, I think that Cannon, uh, big country. I say Can James Cannon, big country. I think he nails it right. He says uh, superstar players make teams too one dimensional. Belichick takes a lot of really good players and makes them a great all around team by depending on each other for success. Th- that sums it up for me. That really sums up what he does. And, every, you know, they laughed at me because I took Brady first round that year, and I said, like, Michael Vick went that year as well. Uh, that, was, that was He got hurt, too. I think they both got injured that year as In well. In Yeah, it was a really bad yeah. year, man. But, you know, Belichick is a genius, man. And he was – I wish Cleveland would have stuck around because Cleveland would have had a lot more victories. The franchise could be different. I don't know. Yeah, it really could be because they just miss on, on all levels and they're they're swinging for the fences. Because I've been to New England. I, I'm sorry. I know Boston fans are going to go nuts over this. I, it, it, when you go to New England, when you go to Gillette Stadium, it's like going to your grandmother's when you're a kid. You get a free razor? <laughs> they give you free razor in your seat. You're like, yeah, I got a free razor out of it. That's cool. <laughs> hey, mom. <laughs> you know, uh, when you're dr- you're driving down a two lane road, and you, you see tailgaters, but you're not sure. They could just be having a campfire out in the yard because it's so damn cold. You have no nice. idea. You're just driving along, and uh, there's a little <laughs> gate on the right side. And you're like, well, let's just take this gate on the right side here. And you drive a little bit farther. Next thing you know, there's Gillette Stadium. There, <laughs> That's what it is. There's no, like, you're in downtown Miami or you're in Dallas and you see, the, you know, the big stadium. No. It's just there. Just two-lane road. You just got do-do-do-do-do. Take a right. Do-do-do. Oh, holy crap. This is where the Patriots have won. It's got its own somewhere. little area, right? Literally. I, I don't Guarded even know. by f It was the weirdest yeah, thing. Yeah. I felt like I shouldn't have been there. Now I know why they cheat because they're in the middle of B- – they're in BFE. Yeah, I you know, I, I I think I said this the other day. I wish I was a Patriots fan. I All wish right. I could do that because you would always win. You always make the AFC Championship game. You're always going to the Super Bowl every other year. I, I just I'm a Bucks fan. And that's, that's good. I, I got my championship. I'm I'm good for the rest of my life. Yeah, just just keep keep on. They have they have a championship. Yeah, I, I'm you Gucci. Good. You Gucci. I, I never thought I'd ever see that. And I got one. Yeah, you Gucci. So. So with that said, now with we've got we Jameis Winston as your quarterback, Tom Brady may come back someday. Is Carson Wentz the real deal? Ooh, you know I tried. I mean, it, dude, he just I mean, everyone thinks the Steelers are the greatest team in the world. I'm still wondering why everybody's on their bandwagon. Pull out my yellow pad here. I was just kind of looking at stats. Um, he's got an easy schedule this year. It's a good year to develop him. Well, here's, he does have good mechanics. He does have good footwork. 
Oh, his footwork looks real nice. Yeah, he's he's really good. Um, I think he's got a hundred and three point eight passer rating, sixty eight point nine QBR, sixty four point seven completion rating, seven hundred and sixty nine yards, five touchdowns, zero interceptions. He's on pace for forty one hundred yards and twenty seven touchdowns. Hey, do you want to do you want to start up you me big country you want you want to start up a team and go play the play the Browns and play the the Bears uh, we're good and he you played, ready let's go let's he, go let's he, go do it he played Cleveland Chicago and Pittsburgh oh and by the way Pittsburgh I I, I think uh, Dean or not D'Angelo yeah D'Angelo Williams took a, he took a nap he did um doesn't matter the nap the, uh, the nap helped them become three the offensive line just kind of hanging out uh, four sacks through a pick oh Ben Roethlisberger also fumbled. Worst game of his career. I think he had six total fantasy points. But, but no, Carson Wentz is the truth. You need to understand that. I mean, he's three games in. No Dick LeBeau anymore. Dick I'm, not, I'm not going to give him the Hall of Fame yellow jacket Dick yet. Dick LeBeau's but, out of I here. Mean, the guy so let's like, just go nuts. Let's just crown let's crown, crown, crown their ass. Well, what's, what's <laughs> crazy is this. In a league that's based around passing anymore, yep. right? You got to pass the ball and you got to catch the ball. That's how fantasy teams are built. That's how your NFL teams are built. Um. Even against Pittsburgh, he's had a, a decent defense. Playing Cleveland. Oh, yeah. I think Cleveland has one of the best defensive backs. But they're at the- home. Eagles are at home. Matter. doesn't matter. Yeah, it does. No, it doesn't. For a rookie, it does. He's still going up against Joe Hayden, one of the best cornerbacks in the league. For the Browns. doesn't matter. He's I still love, one of the best. I love Joe Hayden, by the yeah. way. Yeah. I hate that he's for I love Joe Hayden that much. I'll suck it up for that argument and tell you I love him. <laughs> <laughs> I love Joe Hayden. And now. Chicago's a joke. I'll give you that. Dude, Chicago's a joke. Come they're on. a joke. Dude, the They're starting, I mean, I'm just going, I know I'm talking about the offensive side, but you, I mean, in the NFL today, offense has got a battle offense at some point. There's a lot of points being scored. If he plays a last play schedule, which he's going to play this year, and they end up winning 10 games, does it take away from what Carson Wentz did? Yeah. So next year they go and they play a Let's mediocre to winning schedule. Yeah, I'm in. And he throws for 4,500 yards and 30 touchdowns. Yeah, we, we all went over, we all went nuts over Vince Young, right? Well, 4,530 is almost average anymore right yeah i know right so he's just an average quarterback based on those stats i i'm not i think he's doing well no interceptions oh the Dak prescott the defense is playing well not great they're playing well i I think that i think they played very well but it's it's uh, i could probably put i can call big country and we can um we can probably get the 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 flag league back together and we could probably go and compete yeah definitely the the bears the bears for sure the browns we could win (laughs) two games we could probably win two games put me a corner against jay cutler that's over I mean, that kid can't and, throw for anything. <laughs> big country. God, I love him. He said, let's settle down. Ryan Leaf started 2-0 as well. Remember that. <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs> so let's settle down. And here's what's funny. And this is, I swear to God, me and my buddy Staggy, uh, when did Leaf and, and Manny come out? Was that 92? 90, no, no, it was 94, right? Dude, I was, 96. Five, I was probably four to five years old. I think it was 96 they came out. How old does that make you feel? And, uh, yeah, big country says he's playing quarterback. <laughs> Um, he always does, man. And we won a championship with him, believe it or not. So I got a championship. Yeah. Okay. Back in 1979. So me and my buddy Staggy were like, who's going to be the better quarterback, Peyton Manning or Ryan Leaf? And you know, I took Ryan Leaf. Yeah. A lot of people did. You're not the only one. Yeah. Don't feel bad. Took Ryan Leaf. Don't feel bad. He had great college numbers. Great college numbers. He started off better than Peyton Manning did. Well. But Peyton Manning's (laughs) now the, it's it's just, I, I think about these things as I'm doing this. Cannon, two championships. Uh, yeah. People need to Peyton take Manning. a step back on Carson Wentz. Take a step back and realize he's played two horrible, horrible teams. Actually, I don't think the Bra- or, uh, the Browns are that horrible. They're just not the level 
But the Steelers are. I'll give you the Steelers. But even even playing horrible teams, he's still making good decisions. Oh, so we give you pats on the back no, for playing no, I'm bad not teams. Dubbing now. this guy the the the, oh, the okay. FedEx Air Player of the Week. I'm just saying. No, go ahead, crown them, crown their ass. I'm just saying he's played well through three games. That's all I'm saying. I'm not dubbing him as people, he the real deal. People are trying to dub him real deal, rookie well, of the year, nine yards. He could be the rookie of the year. Who could else be. is going to beat? There's a lot of good rookies out there. Tell me. Give me one. Give me somebody else that can compete. What are the Eagles in? Give me what are they in? The NFC? Yeah. Ezekiel Elliott just had a billion. He had a good game last game. Uh, he had he had an okay game. It's nothing to write home tomorrow. We're about. three weeks in. We're good. He, he had a Lamar Miller type game. He had a Lamar Carlos Miller's type game. On Daly's top five back. He's not rushing for 190, 200, 200 yards and well, catching no, another 100. We can't all be Adrian Peterson. You can't. Well, well not this year. No, you can't. Yeah. Not this year. <laughs> but what, Ezekiel Elliott's, I think he's. But, he, but he's going to have a shot at it. I don't care what his yeah, schedule is. Ever, they all have because a Because here's the thing. It doesn't matter who they're playing. His mechanics are good. His thought processes are, are, are really great. His decision-making is good. That's good stuff. That's something to build on for next year, the year after. Now, we all know as Philly fans, he starts throwing interceptions. They start losing games. He's out. They'll turn on next oh, week. Oh, big time. Do did did we know him? I didn't even look. Kaepernick will be an eagle. Who does the Eagles have next week? I didn't even look. I, I didn't look either. Oh, my bad. I guess I should look that up. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna get this Zeke thing. I told you about the trade, right? We'll talk about that trade here in a little bit, but I get Zeke shoved right at my butt. Yeah, but, Zeke, offensive rookie of the year. Thanks, Cannon. Uh, offensive rookie of the year. That's great. Well, they have the Lions next. Lions even isn't right. What the right home about? They're, they're being competitive, but yeah, they're not. Add Redskins. Carson Wentz has at Redskins Which, after that. We don't know if the Redskins are showing up or not, so fuck them. But then, he, then, then he gets a little hot with the Vikings. Okay. Then the Cowboys. The Vikings are tough. Cowboys are soft defensively. And then they got the Giants. I won't, I won't go in the, the whole. Right. I won't go in the whole schedule because that, that a lot could change in that next two, so the, three, four. They're three and zero right now. What's the next game? Lions win. That's a win. Who's the next game? Redskins win. What's the next game? Vikings lose. Okay. So now, now they're now they're five and one. Now I'll, I'll give you one more because it is on Sunday night game. Okay, so it's a difference. Last Sunday one, I, yeah, last okay. one I give you here. Cowboys at Cowboys win. Oh, see, I think we're skipping ahead. You're skipping. You're skipping ahead. You're out of control. Well, we're going over the schedule. Yeah. No, you need to start, you're six out, and one. You're out of control. Six and one. No, they're not six and one. They're gonna lose to the Cowboys. They're gonna lose to somebody. Oh, what, you just told me not the truth. Apparently, you're, you act like he's the truth. I'm not saying he's the truth. Hey, I'm just Trump saying all these average. They're playing a, to good. A, they're playing a losing schedule from last year. Is what they're playing. It's not my fault. Wait, I'm just saying what I think. Jameis Winston couldn't do now, what he's doing. Vegas knows. So when the Vegas spread comes out, we'll determine whether or not they're going to win or lose that game. But as of right now, the Eagles are playing good ball. Not just Carson Wentz. Overall, as a team, they're playing good ball. You're just mad that Jameis Winston is not as good right now as he is. You're right. He threw for 404 touchdowns. I hate that. That's 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 bad. Really Shame. bad. They're three and really right bad. Now. They're three and zero right now. You're right. We're one and two. Just wishing, wishing there and hoping. You're right. If we played Cleveland and the Bears and Pittsburgh, we'd probably be three. Well, and at least just you just need to be glad that the Saints still suck. Oh, I'm very thankful. <laughs> the Saints can burn. They just signed a massive contract to the guy who should be on the Broncos right now, but they decided, no, no, thanks. We're just going to sign him to a massive contract and just suck for the next three or four years. And I agree with you, Cannon. Yeah, the Vikings are going to smother him. 
Oh yeah, I mean the Vikings on their way right now. He says Giants, not Eagles. I yeah. I but, think the Gi- Giants probably win that game. That'd be that'd be the loss with the Giants. Their defense see, is really now, good. See now you're coming back around. Well, because I'm trying to go through what you just what you. Yeah, I stopped at the Cowboys. I got you because yeah. that was a Sunday night game. You know, I didn't want to get into it too much. But so to kind of get, wrap it up to Dak Prescott, is he? Is it his team or is it Romo's team? That's really the question. Not whether Dak is good or bad or Romo still sucks or that's, is awesome. That's a tough one, man. If you are the general manager, what are you doing? Dak. You're going to just put well, – you're trading Romo. You're releasing – are you releasing Romo? No, I think I think Romo's one of those guys that has to retire a cowboy. Okay. So you're, you're just going to bench him and kind of ride this out. I think – well – I, I read somewhere or heard somewhere or on one of the shows or I read on Yahoo, um, Dak is a Band-Aid. <laughs> uh, that's, fair, what, that's what big country is. Sta- yeah. Fair statement. Dak is a Band-Aid. I, I, Ken, he is the Cowboys fan. That's why I got the, the, the throw up the X koozie. As a Cowboys fan, they want Dak. They're ready to move on from Romo. They're ready because you just—I don't know—you can't you can't depend on him anymore to make it through a game. So why have this guy come in who has proven himself to have, I think, one of the best QBRs all time? Ninety-three point three for right now for the season. And what about Romo? Romo's. Oh, I think sorry. Yeah, Romo's third all time. Third all time. Sorry, I didn't know you were talking so about him. You can't deny what he's bringing to the table. Yeah. And 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 for what you're going to get out of defensive respect for having Romo back there is a huge difference. But I don't want to bring in if I'm the GM or if I'm if I'm Jerry Jones. You know what he means to the franchise and means to the fans, but you bring him in two or three series, the potential of getting hurt. Now that's with anybody in the NFL. Yeah, absolutely. I mean. But it was a minute and a half in Roma or uh, not Roma, but Brady went down with the knee. Yeah, I had him that year in two thousand eight. Yep, went down. Yeah, so you 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 can't think that way. But when you're ready as a franchise to move on, your biggest superstar loves him. That's of course Des Des Cousy. Des loves him. The team loves him. Do we trust Des's judgment? Absolutely. <laughs> Des is catching balls from this Next guy. week, he's going to hate him. Uh, probably, yeah. yeah. I was hoping you'd give me the ball. Uh, you know, I, I think that... Um, I don't trust a receiver's judgment on anything. And and, but, can't, yeah. and Big Country's right. Romo's a top-five quarterback year in and year out, stats-wise. Um, because the fantasy's driven he's by He's great, but he's become a dead weight. If he can stay healthy, it's a different story. I, I, Question that you need to ask yourself, can Dak take you to the Super Bowl? Romo can. That's a yes answer. Romo can, but he hasn't. True. Can Dak. Gas yourself that. That's the question. I think That's Dak, the question. I think Dak has the better. Yes, it's time to move on. We've got that. We've got that. I you think I even to. agree with you at that. I, I, I agree with you at I that. I think that Dak can get you there. No. I think that Dak can get you there. But Dak cannot do it alone. Just like Romo has metal do it well, alone. Well, you got to do like a Broncos thing. You got to have a defense. It's just incredible. Correct. Do Cowboys and have they've that? They've got a couple pieces on defense. They got Skandrick, who I think is potentially one of the top five or top ten defensive backs in the league if he can stay healthy. That's the problem. He can't stay healthy. 
they released what's his name off to the um to the Broncos, uh uh the, the defensive end. Oh defensive end. Oh where? Um, yeah. They released him, said he can't play no more. He's slow and old. He's not even on, he's not even on the he's injured. He is now this season. Won Super Bowl last year and did really well he's last year. He's injured this season. But did really well last year. Yeah. So you're releasing guys you don't need to release. Um, I don't think Dak's going to fold under pressure. Uh, Dallas is 22nd in total defense. Their defense is horrible. But they got one of, I think, one of or one of the top two offensive lines behind the Eagles. Oh, yeah, no question. Behind the Eagles. The Eagles got a good offensive line yes. as well. That's what makes me and think. And they're young. That's why I'm telling you that DeMarco Murray was fault. Yeah, and you got one of the best running backs in the league, potentially. Potentially. We're only three, three games into his career, so it's hard to say. Zeke could be potentially one of the best. You got you got Cole Beasley, got Terrence Williams, got Jason Witten, still got another couple of years left in him. Yeah. You got Dez. The defense needs to step up. Dak can't do it alone. Well, they got a tough schedule coming up. They, oh, they do. I know. At 49ers. Zeke has a tough schedule coming up, big country. Yeah. At 49ers, first Bengals, at Packers, first Eagles. You got to come. You got to come every Sunday. You do. You got to come do. every Sunday. And, and versus Eagles, like we we talked about earlier, that's on Sunday night. And you can't listen. I, I think that there's like the let's take the Saints as an example. Saints defense always sucks. They can just outscore you. High tempo offense. They can just they can always outscore you. I don't know that the the, the Cowboys defense can outscore you week in and week out and throw up thirty five or forty points when you need no. it. The defense, they got to put some guys in there. I think they got an older defense. They're not willing to put the money in there. They want to go offense, 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 offense. Why? Because nowadays, offense is what sells tickets. Yeah. No, it is. No, it is. That's why everybody's going to it. But if they put some defensive players in place, maybe through the draft, maybe through free agency next year, they could be really competitive. But I, Dak, dude. I like him. He looks composed in the pocket. I, I think like you have him. something to but build off. But he's there with me with Carson Wentz. I'm not going to give him a Hall of Fame jacket, but he's he's able to control what he can control. He's not making bad decisions. He's not making just crazy. Like, he'll try to force him in there, but that's what I love about Brett Favre. You can try to throw us in there. He's got a couple interceptions going on. Okay. But nothing crazy. I got two questions in for you. All right. Question A. Yes. Who changes games in a positive way more, Dak or Carson? Ooh. Uh, I haven't seen enough, man, in three games. It's really oh, you got, oh, okay. You got no, but I, who, who changes Carson games wins more? Carson wins for me. Carson wins changes games in a positive way to win you the game more. Dak has only thrown one touchdown, zero picks. That's it. Uh, you know, they're a running team with that kind of offensive line. Dez just came alive last week. And he, I think he's got a little knee injury going on now, oh, so shocker, we'll see what happens. Blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Um, changes games. Carson Wentz. I, I would go with Carson Wentz on that. Tomorrow, you had a quarterback to choose. Doesn't matter team what team you have. You're choosing Carson, you're choosing Dak. Basically, who you like more. What do you got? Carson Wentz. And Carson Wentz. Who would do better in, in, in Belichick's system over at the Patriots? Probably Carson. Probably Carson, right? Yeah. I think I, mean, I, I like Dak's ability. I think to either way, you're, it's a win-win. I think it's a win-win either way. But from what I've shown with the with the good arm and and the quick decisions and playmaking ability, um, you don't even really need playmaking ability in the Patriots offense. I don't even know if I could sit here and tell you right now and to your face that Brady's a playmaker. 
No, his players are. Yeah, I don't know if I could tell you I mean, that Brady Wes is. Wes Welker was a playmaker. I don't think Brady's a playmaker. And Big Country he said is, Wentz as well. Wentz is who he'd go with as well. Brady is excellent at what he does. Run the offense, read it, knows yep. what they're doing, knows what he's doing. He's There's no system. one better in the world right it's now. It's a system, man. There's no one better in the world. It's a system, and, and you, you work the system. No one better in the world. And you find players to, to fit into your system. And Belichick is an absolute genius, and I hate it. So. I absolutely hate it. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> Dude, it sucks, man. So uh, let me ask you, what, what? I know we had this on our, our list. Um, we're running a little late, but I don't, I don't really give a care. It's, my, it's our podcast. Yeah, he, so. yeah, he don't care. So you mentioned games of the week, college oh, football yes, and NFL. I did. Yeah, I did. What college football game? I got too close to the mic. Sorry for everyone listening in the car. Fuck, oh, damn it. What college football game of the week are you really – excited about because I can, I can only find one everything else I, I can give two craps about don't even care that it's ranked playing ranked don't care there's just one that's everybody one. wants to say the one game the, which one is that uh, Louisville Clemson Louisville Clemson okay so I want to care about I'm gonna be watching that you can tell me whatever you're gonna tell me I'm yeah, not gonna you listen ready, you ready for mine but to give you out to give you off the beaten path you ready for mine Jerry yes I am Stanford at Washington ah oh, geez you would why? Friday night. To watch McCaffrey run for 400 I said, yards? I said Washington drops out of the top 25 this year. Um, and this is for the playoff. This is this is for the playoff okay. right here. Okay. Because what the way I've thought about it, I don't want to go into real deep detail. I think Ohio State beaches Michigan. Michigan drops down. Obviously, whoever wins this game this weekend in terms of Clemson and Louisville, they'll drop down. Enough teams will drop out, and they'll they'll climb up to the fourth spot, and they'll take the fourth spot. Okay. That's what I think. So I think whoever wins this game, I think Stanford wins the game. I think Stanford owns the conference. That's why I'm – but, but uh, I said Washington's a scrub because I thought they'd drop out of the top 25. We'll have to find out. Friday, we'll know. That's the game. I got you. That's the game I want to watch. That's the game I'll tune into. I'll be able to watch it, so I'm looking forward to that. That'll be at nine. So definitely, I'll get right out of meetings at nine. I'll be. I'll probably sit in my hotel room. I'll probably get me a sixer, give me a six pack. And I'll sit there and I'll tell no one to bother me. Probably call Jerry, talk about how an idiot he is. He loves Constant Wentz. He's an office <laughs> dick. <laughs> Hang up the phone and watch Stanford win. Thanks, man. You know, here here's what sketches me out, right? Because Vegas always knows. They always know. Always do. Colin Coward. Yeah, that's my boy. The, the the Cardinals were favored by two and a half against the Bills in Buffalo this this and he says that is a trap game. Get out of it, take Buffalo all day long. And I'm sitting there thinking, you've got to be out of your mind. There's no way. And let me tell you, we all watched it. Buffalo thrashed them. Yes. I mean, it, it wasn't even fun. Um so Vegas knows is kind of my point. Louisville number three versus number five Clemson. They're both 4-0. They're playing in Clemson, at Clemson, not in Clemson. They're playing at Clemson. Louisville's favored by one and a half points. The over-under is 67. That's a huge over and under for a one and a half point spread. That means... How, we, we talked about this like two or three weeks ago, right? We tried to figure this thing out. So 
you automatically get three points if you're the home team. So that means Clemson's really they're 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 favored by three. So they're really getting four and a half. How would you want to bet that game? How would you, as a as a as a, as a guy gambling, bet that game? Or not, not even as a guy gambling, just an average guy. Like I, I go out to my brother, I say, Greg, man, you want to put money on this game, man? Okay, I'm, an average, I'm an average cat. Coming Louisville's in. favored by one and a half. Okay, Louisville's favored by. I'm an average dude. Louisville's All the favored by one hype and a half. of the quarterback. Uh, I'm easy Louisville. Easy Louisville, right? Yeah, I got Boom, be. money. Hammer. Hammer. Give me twenty. This is Ox's hammer pick of the week. Done. I'm picking Louisville. Uh, they crushed everybody they played. Screw it. Done. That's an average guy. Deuces. So how does Vegas make money on this game? That's how they're making money. Everybody's going to go heavy. That's going to skyrocket towards them. Yep. Probably up, up to what? Five and a half? Uh, the spread. Is he, everyone what do you hammers think it, What do you think it goes to? Five and a half? Well, you got to think about it, right? So they've been beating everybody. They beat Florida State by 30. Oh, yeah. So you got to assume that it, it, uh, they're going to beat Clemson by at least 20. So I've got to hammer Louisville. Got to. So the 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 spread, the over under 67, it could be... 20 to 48 or something like that. You know, Louisville wins, and that's kind of what I'm thinking. It's going to be a high-scoring game. Because uh, 67 is huge, man. That's, that's a lot of points. Yeah, That's a lot of points for a college game. So people are going to hammer the Louisville, and so Vegas can level it out. They'll raise the spread back up. So it's going to go up to maybe two and a half or three. That still doesn't make any sense to me. Louisville by three, four, five when they've been hammering everybody. Yep. That's what I So think. is that the five. sucker bet? Sucker bet. Everyone takes Louisville and then they go, no, wait, wait, Vegas always wins. They always know it's only by one and a half. So we're going to hammer Clemson. I think Clemson instead. wins. Instead. No, they hammer Clemson because they're thinking like I'm thinking right now, and Louisville ends up winning. But that you game. said average guy, and average guy's not going to take that deep. Average guy's going to go, oh, I'm going to take Louisville. Yeah, it's an average guy. An average guy sits down. Most average people sit down on their couch mm-hmm. two hours before the game, hour before the game with their buddies, calls their boy, Bucky. Yeah, I like Louisville plus twenty, or I like Louisville by twenty, whatever. Just yeah. just, just give me, just give me the take it right. Spring, just give me the take it. They're not thinking. They're not looking into it. They're just having a beer. They're chilling. They think Louisville's the truth. I don't think Louisville's truth. That's a whole other story. I don't think Louisville's the truth. That's why I think you said average guy. Yeah. Average guys bet. So Big Country says 45 to 31 Louisville. Louisville's uh, going to win by 13. Nope. So he knows his he knows his stuff. He knows his stuff. We'll go with that. I you know, I'm gonna, I'm going to take um man, Vegas will fuck you. Pardon my language, man, but they'll get you. Clemson by 3. You're taking Clemson by three. I'm going to write this down. Yeah. Do you want to score? Would that make you yeah, feel so better? I'm, I'm going to write this down. All right. I get you a so, score. 34-31 uh, Clemson. Makes you feel better. 34-31 Clemson. Yep. This is, dude, they squeak this by teams. Ox. This they've, they've just been squeaking. This is their year, dude. They're squeaking by teams. So you're it's, taking the under. 65 points. Uh, the over/under was sixty-seven. It's gonna be close. So you take the under. Dude, Vegas knows that it, I'll be barely over, or I'm sorry, barely under. Sorry. Yes, I will. All right. Big country's taking uh, Louisville forty-five thirty-one. They're gonna win by thirteen. Um, Clemson scores garbage points. Louisville allows yards in favor of keeping the clock running. I like it. Um, 
I'm trying to think here, and sorry for the dead silence. I'm He's just horrible. trying to think. Uh, well, we're gonna have to do next podcast for this. So on Tuesday, he'll give you his winner. <laughs> I'm gonna take Louisville here, and I'm gonna take them. I don't even know how we're gonna get there. Uh, let's go. Forty-eight to twenty-one. Which puts me at the over on the 69. I'm taking Louisville. Here we go. Everybody jumping on the Louisville bandwagon. No thanks. Uh, we'll see, man. We'll, 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 uh, so I got I got Ox. You're taking 34-31 Clemson. It's taking the under on that. I'm taking 48-21 Louisville. It's taking the over. Uh, James is taking, or Big Country is taking 45-31 uh, Louisville, winning by 13 and he is taking 76 points, so he's definitely taking the over. <laughs> well, uh, all right. Well, you have crazy. our picks. I, I like it, man. Got that's in. the game I want to see, man. I, what I time's that game, to... Jerry? You got the time of the game? I think it's a Saturday night game. Saturday Saturday night game, probably ABC, maybe, at uh, 8. It's got to be, man. It's got to be an 8 o'clock game. We'll look it up. But, uh, whew, man, that's rough. That's rougher than my, my trade proposal. Yep, yep. It's crazy. 8 o'clock Saturday night, 8 o'clock on Saturday ABC. Night, uh, probably be a playoff implications. I think that whoever wins that game will probably make the playoffs for the ACC. So, um, obviously, it's pretty early to say that, but they'll definitely tough, the championship. Man. But, um, well, we're running out of time. That's all the time for us today. Um, I'm actually out of beer, so definitely, definitely <laughs> needs to be on the top of that. <laughs> So, um, again, you've been listening to Facts, Lies, and One Truth. Um, again, this is, this is Jerry. This is Ox. Tell us what you think on Facebook. we got plenty of people commenting tonight. We've, we've responded tonight. We're trying to up our game. Next week, we'll hopefully have some podcast audio for you on, the, on the Facebook Live. So you don't have to maybe hear the echo or get close to the iPad or the computer or whatever you're listening on. So we, we will up that up for you a little bit. Trying to improve for you. We're getting there. We're trying to. We're getting there. Big Country, thanks for hanging out, man. We appreciate your insight. Thank you all, all that, for, for came in and listening big time. Uh, comment if you want to. We're, we're here. We're responding. We're, we're interactive. We're engaging. And uh, crap. We'll check you next time. We'll check you next time. See you. Later.